How you doing? We are going to have to give you a little red light. Oh, for when I'm allowed to talk? Yeah. You're right. You're right. Because every time I'm like running. Also, you just fucking yanked that mic at you. I have been doing it for the last couple episodes. I watch because I edit the video, right? Yeah. And I'm like, God damn, I'm really not worried about that thing, huh? No, you certainly are not. It's you got to tell it who the fuck is boss. <laughs> Apparently. Let it go. God damn! Honestly, I mean, like, what? It's got to be like five, six years we've been doing the fucking podcast. God, yeah, it's yeah, six years. Oh, we could buy new five fucking years? arms. Six years. These arms are literally like twenty dollars off of Amazon. These might have been on sale. <laughs> they might have even been cheaper. <laughs> they should be on sale. Anyway, how are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm well. I'm good. <laughs> okay. Okay. You want to hear my goddamn? Sure. Yeah, let's do it. Because it's why I'm well at the moment. Okay. Anyway, but I kind of mentioned it on a past past, past episode. In the way, way back. In the way, way back. Machine. Tell me. Okay, so remember how? Oh, I remember. Like the last few thousand months, just every time I'm like, life is too hard. I yeah. don't know. Everything's great. It's just awful. I just want to die. Life yeah. is really hard. Yeah. My eyes are swelling. I'm sick all the time. All that shit, right? Yeah. So I'm in therapy because I love Reasons. myself. <laughs> <laughs> and everybody should be in therapy. I'm just going to therapy shame everybody. Mm-hmm. Nah, but I'm in therapy for reasons. And one of the things that my therapist has always been telling me that she recommends is that I take a leave of absence from work. And the first time she ever mentioned it, because it's been like a year and a half or something, she's been telling me to do this. First time she mentioned it instantly, I was like, absolutely not. That yeah, would be like the most uncomfortable option for me. I will not do that. Mm-hmm. It was off the board. Couldn't imagine it. I've been at my job for 10 years. Yeah. I... Started off a tiny little baby there, not knowing shit, and I have grown and flourished, and I love it, and I'm like the social butterfly. Like, I know that about myself walking through those halls. I'm like, I fucking feel at home here. Like, I love it. And it's a big old corporate place, so like, to feel for me to feel at home there, yeah, that's like a special little place for me. And you spend a lot of time there when it's your job. Yeah. So, was not interested, but work progressively was getting more and more intense, and I was not coping well. So eventually, after fucking a year and a half, I finally listened to my therapist and I was like, you know, I think maybe I'd be willing to try that leave of absence. Like, it really scares me. And I don't know why I was so against it. It's like my job is so fast paced that mm-hmm. you can be obsolete so quickly. Yeah. And just from taking leaves from when my children were born and stuff to come back and try to relearn everything, it's really difficult and uncomfortable. And, I mean, my team is so amazing, and everybody I work with is so supportive. So it's not that. It's my own pressure for myself, right? Mm -hmm. So I always said no. But I decided to do it, and I have officially been on leave now for, like, three weeks? Has it been? Yeah. Is it everything? Well, here's the thing, is, like, it's really actually fucking hard. Like, I have had one amazing week where I was just on cloud nine and I was fucking crushing life. Like, my house was so clean. I had a little routine. I was feeling so good about everything. And I was like, I fucking made the right decision. I needed this, right? Yeah. And then all of a sudden, I just crashed. So, like, the first week I slept. Honestly, I slept every day as much as I needed because I obviously needed it. Like, my eyes haven't swelled swelled up or anything since that like this was all stress induced yeah that's got to tell you right there yeah and i've been going to doctors and they're like everything's fine i'm like fuck you guys something is wrong anyway so your job your job is wrong i'm just too stressed it's out it's the fucking corporate machine it's the corporate machine it's me being a people pleaser it's me giving 110 to everybody else but myself like mm-hmm. there's a lot in this and just having a job, a nine-to-five every day, takes up such a big t- chunk of your life mm-hmm. that you don't have time to work on yourself or even notice this shit, right? So anyway, so I took the leave the first week, slept forever. Second week, I was like, fuck yeah, nailing it. And then this week has been the third week, I think. It might be the fourth. Honestly, I'm kind of, they're all blurring together already. But um, <laughs> It's halfway done now. <laughs> and the best part is my therapist is like, you get as much leave as you need. Like, we're working on this together kind of thing. So I don't feel the pressure of, like, the ticking time bomb. Although I'm sure my boss is like, are you fucking better yet? Come back. Yeah. <laughs> but she's been so supportive. But anyway, so this week has been, like, way harder than the first and second week. Because you're getting into, my therapist has explained, like, you're getting into, like, your fucking mental issues, basically. Like, working on yourself. 
because I have tasks I have to do from therapy. So they force you to dig into your problems. Mm-hmm. And when you're super busy, you're like, I don't fucking have any problems. It's like everybody else is the problem. I'm good. Yeah. And I'm realizing that I have a lot of shit I have to work through. Everybody does. Yeah. But well, I don't. But what an amazing gift. <laughs> you fucking do. <laughs> Everybody does. What an amazing gift that I get to, like, put pause on, like, some responsibilities. Not all of them, but, like, a really big responsibility. I get to put a pause on it and work with a professional through it so that I can make my life better. I'm legit looking at this as, like, a life-changing moment for me. It is. Well, things really were hard, and they were hard for long. Yeah. And I think what kind of the catalyst was, and I'm sure everybody can relate. Like, I'm not alone in this. I'm just loud about it. You know, yeah. like I know, I know for a fact shit's hard for you and it feels like shit has been hard for you around the same timeline as me. So I'm sure for everybody else, obviously the catalyst for me was my dad dying in like 2020, along with fucking COVID and everything else we all survived. But I didn't realize back in 2020 that that was the catalyst. I'm just like, oh, we're living through a life thing or whatever. But then it was just like fucking shit piling on top of shit on top of shit. I was not coping well. I was ready to run away and fucking lose my mind. I'd just cry all the goddamn time. Yeah. So this is a sign for everybody out there that if you are struggling, go get you a therapist and take some leave, my friends. (laughs) Go work on yourself. And I'm only at the very beginning, and it's really hard and scary still. You know, like I sit in my therapy sessions bawling my eyes out. Sometimes I'm like, everything was great. And then I start talking to her and I'm just like crying. And she's like, yeah, we touched on something here. You know, like, let's work into this. And I'm learning so much about myself. And it's such an exciting time and such a hard and difficult time. And I just want to share it with all you guys because it's a huge part of my life right now. And I want to encourage anybody else who needs to do that for themselves to do it. You are listening to the last person on this planet who would have ever given themselves permission to take a fucking break. Yeah. And I did it. Yeah. And it's so worth it. I'm so excited for you and so I proud know. of you Thank because holy you. fucking shit, how scary that is. It's so scary. Like, it's like, oh, I I feel like this is what it, I don't know for sure. I can't compare it, but like what it would feel like to get a divorce. So like start your life all over again or something, yeah. you know? And I'm not leaving my job or anything. I'm just taking a fucking break. Like, I don't know why it feels so detrimental. Because you've been ingrained or whatever to think that you need a reason. Like, a physical manifesting or whatever tangible reason. Like, the last time you took a break was your maternity leave. And that's not a break because you're fucking pregnant and you're giving birth. It's it's not a break. medical reason. Yeah. But that's the only reason that you'll give yourself that break is because you're about to get ripped in half and then have to take care of a whole ass human. Like, that's (laughs) the only reason that you took that break. I literally now you don't have it. I only took this break because I was fucking ill. Because you were ripped in half. My (laughs) body, yeah. Like, my body was like, you gotta fucking stop, man. Yeah. We're gonna lose our shit. Anyway, so I'm sure I'll be sharing a lot more with you guys. I wish I could just, like, spill my guts about everything because I, I'm i super excited about the things I'm learning. Like, I feel like I'm – you know how people say, like, you're awakening? Yeah. Well, that usually gets tied to, like, spiritualism, and, and it has been a very spiritual experience for me. But even just outside of that, it's like I feel like I – took my head out of the sand and I'm looking around and I'm like uh we're just gonna anybody else notice that this is a fucking bunch of bullshit and we're all just still we're all just gonna we're all just you guys we're gonna go with it huh (laughs) do you want me to help dig your head out of the sand like come on let's go let's look at this together like right I just I feel like I have had such an eye awakening fucking experience in the last three to four weeks of my life it's been literally earth shattering and life changing already i can't even imagine what's to come oh my gosh i'm so excited for i you. hope it's really good stuff i'm gonna manifest that it'll be really good stuff but anyway the whole point of my goddamn and the whole reason i'm sharing with you guys is obviously because i love you all because you're all my besties mm-hmm. but also i just really 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 want to be here to encourage anybody who truly thinks they need it that you know, fucking do it. If you have any questions, email us. I will tell you everything I know. <laughs> tell you how I got here. Not that it's very informative, but yeah. like you fucking can do it no matter your circumstances. Shit can be way better. You like those TikTok stories that are like, I quit my fucking job. Yeah. And then here's <laughs> how you can make money. Digital marketing bullshit. Right. Now, I'm not making any money. Homie is on disability leave right now. <laughs> <laughs> But, you know, just wake up with that primal rage scream because you still have anxiety because <laughs> I'm still dying on the inside. Yeah. No, dude, it's crazy how much anxiety, like, still, obviously, because it 
So it's a learned behavior that you have to unlearn. Yeah. But like that one really good week, I was like, this is me. Aww. This is me. I miss me. I haven't yeah. seen me in fucking since high school or some shit when I didn't have all this shit yeah. weighing me down, you know? So to like get her back was so amazing. But what sucks is that I lost her again because it's a, it's a roller coaster. So that like loss sucks. You're yeah. just like, oh no. You, I'll like, never actually... be that happy again. But you will. <laughs> it's just when you're in the downs, you know? Yeah, when you realize what you've missed now yeah. or whatever. Yeah, Aww. it's crazy, man. I never thought that I would be on this kind of journey, you know? Like I've always been a very strong-willed person and like nah man I'm good I got it I'm happy I'm cheerful whatever and then to like actually peel back the layers and be like nah shit's fucked everything's fucked we're I need all help. fucked yeah. everything's fucked <laughs> anyway you want to hear my god name obviously now that we're so deep into this <laughs> I'm sorry that I went on a long ass rant obviously that was very cathartic for me thank you for listening to my uh, talk I love listening to it I could listen to you talk all day <laughs> hey me too and I think to the you. people listening can too. <laughs> okay, good. Whew. Okay. Okay, so my goddamn is that today we yeah. dropped our children off at school. Uh-huh, as we do. As we do. Everything was fine. And then the husband got a call from the fucking principal. <gasps> like, not the principal. Yeah. Not the, the one at the top. The fucking head man himself. Oh, no. Yeah. Did Just somebody mis- get put in the chokey? Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no. What's her name? Trunchbull? <laughs> yeah, Mr. fucking Trunchbull called. Oh, no. And he was like, oh, we had your son here. <gasps> yeah. No, not the yeah. sweet baby boy. Yeah, my sweet little baby boy. My sweet what little the angel. Fuck? My sweet little angel. And he was like, don't worry, he's not in trouble. I'm oh, like, okay. Oh, oh, okay. Well, then what the fuck are we getting the call from the principal yeah. for, my Why friend? Why is the fucking man upstairs calling? Yeah. Like, what? <laughs> what is this, you know? Yeah. And he uh, apparently at recess had been pushed and he hit his head on a metal pole, like oh, a God. basketball hoop or whatever. Like, hit bitch, his head I hit him it. harder. No, I'm kidding. But, kidding. That's a joke. <laughs> it is a joke. But, and I don't hit him harder, at least, um, or uh, at all. But he. <laughs> say, CPS is like, never mind. Turn your head. Uh, check that box. <laughs> turn no, your head. I haven't hit him in so long. Yeah, me too. You do it a couple times. You're like, this doesn't work. Yeah. I flicked him the other day, like, because I was joking around, and he got so mad at me. I was like, okay, I'm sorry. (laughs) They don't like it when we're in playful moods. No, they really don't. I'm like, why? I'm I'm ready to have some fun. I'm already embarrassing. Anyway. Yeah. So he had been pushed, and he hit his head onto the basketball hoop metal Who pushed him? I'm going to kick his ass. Yeah. So then my husband's on the phone, and he's like, okay like is he okay like did you send him <laughs> why did you call me well, literally why are you calling the principal me? what like where's the, the nurse? nurse yeah, yeah she's got a little more qualifications are you also the nurse yeah yeah and yeah. he's like well i have him here do you want to talk to him make sure he still knows his fucking name <laughs> he did he's what? like he's acting fine blah 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 and then he goes well do you want to talk to him and so brandon's like i sure yeah i guess go back to class bud let him know if you feel sleepy yeah <laughs> one pupil's bigger than the other <laughs> That's, like, literally exactly what happened, except Brandon was like, uh, do you want me to come get you? Because it was, like, an hour before it ended or something. I don't know. Like, I literally am going to have to leave the house in five. Yeah, exactly. He's like, you just want to wait? You just want me to get you now? Or, like, what? And so my kid was like, fuck yeah, like, come now. And then never ask a kid that. Yeah, exactly. And then Mr. Trunchbull got back on the phone, and he was like, okay, well, you know, the other kid's in here now, and so... Um, they're, they're, they're smiling at each other, so I don't think it was malicious or anything. And then uh, fucking, that's it, hangs up the phone. And we fuck get that, I'm gonna go kick that kid's ass. We get a we note. talk to he him. He was his best fucking friend. Oh, god damn it. Like, his best friend they were playing. Oh, it was an accident? Yeah. Oh, okay. Why, sir? Why are yeah, you calling? Really Why are you calling in the middle of a fucking work day? Like, oh my god. Right? Yeah, like don't do that to me. A head injury, and I'm like, Jesus Christ, are his eyes the same size? Like, yeah. are his pupils yeah. the same size? Is he bleeding out of the ears? Should we yeah. call an ambulance? Does what he remember his name? He doesn't know his address. Yeah. Like, <laughs> okay. Anyway, sorry, we yeah. went so a lot of tangents. I'm sorry. There's a lot though. of extra content on this one. <laughs> we'll call it content. We haven't gotten to hang out. For I think that's what it is. Quite sometimes. It's so been this a is also us just shooting shit. Yeah. Sorry about. Sorry it. about it. Anyway, do you want to hear my uh, murder story? Sure do. I almost said goddamn. (laughs) No, I've already heard that. (laughs) You did. We we don't have to talk about it anymore. Quick recap. (laughs) Okay, so this week I'm going to tell you about Marlene Warren. Marlene Warren. Yes. All right. Warren. Warren. Marlene. So there's no before time information. Okay. But in the early 70s, Marlene had married and had a baby boy by the name of Joe. She had a baby eats a boy? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I remember that that <laughs> commercial. It was Me like too. a 1-800-COLLECT commercial. Yeah. 
You guys, do you guys remember 1-800-COLLECT? Did I just unlock a memory for yeah, you? Yeah, <laughs> but do you remember it'd be like, uh, uh... Dial down the center with Carrot Top? <laughs> and then also on Mr. T? Yeah! I pity a fool who don't dial down the center. Or whatever the fuck you'd say. Oh my Aww, god. Kids today don't even know what that They'll is. They'll never have to dial collect. Yeah. That's gone. Yeah. We had a baby. It's a boy. Anyway, okay, so she had a baby. It's a Joe. Okay. And when Marlene's son, Joe, was three years old, she actually had gotten a divorce from her from Joe's dad, and she ends up marrying— How old was Marlene? Joe was three. I don't know how old okay. Marlene is. Okay. I'm guessing she's, like, 20s-ish okay. at this time. It's the 70s. I'm sorry. I did not write down her birthday. It's but good. anyway, uh, she has a three-year-old boy, and she ends up remarrying a man named Mike Warren, hence how she gets the last name Warren. Okay. And she and Mike built this life for her and her son in Wellington, Florida. Okay. Marlene owned several businesses, including, like, apartments and fucking lots to rent or something, you know? Like, she was getting residual income from owning properties. Nice. That's the way to do it. Oh, they were fucking pretty comfy. Like, they were well off. Should have done that. I know. We still don't have time. (laughs) We don't have time. Uh, but they also owned a used car slash rental car business, and it was called Bargain Motors. Okay. So, and it looked pretty big in the one picture I saw, like a pretty big lot. Mm-hmm. So they also had a business that they were running. Okay. That they had to be a part of, that they worked at daily. Like a, yeah. Yeah, Brick yeah. and mortar place. Exactly. So things are going pretty well. They're living in a very affluent neighborhood where Ooh. I guess that each each person who owned a home there had access to their very own private runway for a jet. Oh, okay. I don't know where that happens. In where was this? Wellington, Florida. Oh, okay. But goddamn, they yeah. were comfy. Okay. Yeah. I don't know if they had a plane or ever chartered jets or whatever, but like that's who they're living around. But they had a strip of runway of tarmac out back that they probably just threw up a basketball hoop next yeah. to. I was like, this is our basketball court. <laughs> they got access to. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. If as long as there's no kids on it, you can land. Right? You might have to shoom away. Yeah. So despite the family being really well off financially, the couple's marriage was kind of troubled between Mike and Marlene. Mm-hmm. Marlene was actually convinced that Mike was having an affair. Ooh. And it would make her, I guess this article explained it, that she was kind of paranoid about it or like, you know, aware of it. But not really like, it didn't sound like she was confronting Mike so much, more as like she knew something was up or something was off or wrong. Yeah. Okay. I don't really know how that conversation went between them, but it obviously caused tension and problems in the marriage. Yeah. So much so that people were aware of it, that people suspected that Mike was having an affair. Okay. So now let's jump to 1990. And at this point, so we're jumping a long time. Yeah. So at this point, Joe's 21 years old. Okay. And I don't know, I'm thinking that the Mike cheating affair thing is pretty recent now in the story. So it's like we're jumping to the 90s now. Joe's 21. He's living at home with his mom and with his stepfather, Mike. And, the, like, they're still having troubles or whatever, but he's living at home with them. Yeah. The morning of May 26, 1990, Joe was at home recovering from a broken leg. Ooh. Interestingly enough, I don't know what caused his broken leg, but he's home. He has three friends that are over, and Marlene made everyone breakfast that morning. Nice. And so everybody's sitting down, enjoying their breakfast. Where are they? Enjoying it? I'm guessing. I don't know. I should hope. This is trash. If anybody else made me breakfast. Honestly, I love every breakfast food. Like, what was it? Pancakes? Pancakes. Mm. Enjoying. You love a good pancake. (laughs) I love a good anything breakfast. Yeah. Literally anything breakfast. Yeah, you do. I've seen you eat just about anything for Mm -hmm. breakfast. Mm -hmm. And you don't really care. You're like, fuck yeah. I love it all. I love bagels. I love toast. I love love cereal. I love fucking Pop-Tarts. You really do. Like, I think if you could just pick every meal, it would just be a breakfast Eggs, bacon, hash browns, pancakes, fucking waffles. Biscuits and gravy and shit. I love it. I love (laughs) it. Biscuits and gravy. Yeah. Anything for breakfast. It's why we're besties, dude. My husband, he doesn't like all of the glorious things in life. That's silly. Like that man, I don't know how he has survived this long. Honestly. He doesn't like biscuits and gravy. He doesn't like sushi. What a sin. So everybody's enjoying their breakfast that I don't know what it was that they were eating. Okay. But they were enjoying it. Yeah. And they see someone pull up in a, I don't know if this is. Pull up. (laughs) They they roll up in a white Chrysler. LeBaron. LeBaron. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, I had to look up what a LeBaron was because I didn't even know what the fuck it was. (laughs) Uh, The only reason I know it is from that one song in her white. Chrysler LeBaron. <gasps> There's a song? Yeah. 
I just nailed it. So someone will know. You did. <laughs> we should listen to it because what if it's about this case? What are the other lyrics around that? I have no idea. I don't this is even a white Chrysler LeBaron. <laughs> Let's find out what song it was. Okay. I actually think this is kind of a bigger case because I thought that we had already covered it or something, or I had at least heard of it. Okay. But I didn't know all this shit that I'm about to share with you. Oh, it's the song with the short skirt and a long jacket. Oh! So, a white Chrysler LeBaron. Okay. Maybe they were very popular in the 90s. They probably were. It looked like a cool 90s car. Like, it's the kind where the lights go down in the hood and then they pop back up, you know? I thought that was a Trans Am. Trans Am? Trans. Yeah. Trans. trans, Driving in a Trans Am. Does a mullet make a man? Okay. Anyway, whatever. What did I drive? Grand Am. That's what it was. I was like, it wasn't a Trans Am. (laughs) I did think about that. A Pontiac? I couldn't think of it. That was my fucking car. Okay, now, somebody pulls up, right? Yeah. In this white Chrysler. LeBaron. <laughs> and the person getting out of the car had, had a short skirt and a long jacket. jacket. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So they get out of the car, and this person has two Mylar, like, helium balloons. Okay. And a big-ass basket of flowers. Aww. And they were singing a telegram. Uh, they were dressed in full gear as a clown. Oh, dang. I was like, was it? <laughs> it could have been. Okay. <laughs> dressed as a clown. Clown. Like, big orange hair, a face with, like, a big orange smile, red clown nose, full clown outfit. Okay. All the shit, right? And everybody's like... Stereotypical clown. Yeah. And everybody's like, oh, wow, how nice. Somebody is sending Joe flowers and get well soon balloons for his broken leg. Like, somebody must... That's yeah. so nice. Yeah. Right? Sure. Don't ever send me a clown. <laughs> it's fucking terrifying. Yeah. So the clown walks up to the house and rings the doorbell. Marlene goes and answers the door. And immediately, everyone in the home hears a loud bang and sees Marlene fall to the ground. The fuck? The fuck? A clown assassin. The clown assassin. There has been an attempt on her life. With a clown. And the clown just casually walks back to their fucking car. Do they have the shoes? No. What? That's the one part of the outfit that the clown didn't, like, go full send on. What was it, like, tiny it little fucking shoes. No, like, little feet under these big goofy yes. parachute pants? Yeah. yeah. And not even, like, a <laughs> like a honk? Yeah. I can't make a honk sound. How tall was this clown? Oh, I'm going to tell you. I'm going to tell you everything. Clown. So, obviously, loud bang. Loud bang. Clown walks away. Clown walks away, gets in the car, drives away, as if... They had delivered their message. Yeah, and just moved on. Did they keep the flowers or put them down? No, the flowers and the balloon were there. The balloons. There were two balloons. Also, here's what's weird is one of the balloons said, like, you're great. And then the other balloon was, like, Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs. So two very random balloons. Okay. Keep that in mind. Did did the clown put them down, though? Like, must have. And here you are. There is a crime scene photos of the basket sitting down and then the balloons and um, a bloody towel. Fun fact. So the flowers made it. You know, in my morbid mind, too, I was like, what do you do with those flowers? I'd throw them away. I'd throw them away. Like, I don't want to see the flowers. I don't want Actually, dead flowers. Actually, they're probably evidence. They're probably evidence. They'd probably take them because they probably have fingerprints, maybe? Because, like, nobody Unless they were wearing clown gloves. Yeah. They were. They were wearing white clown gloves. Huh. Who huh. knew a white Chrysler LeBaron was a clown car? I had no fucking idea. Okay, so everyone rushes to Marlene, and she's laying in the doorway with an apparent gunshot wound to the fucking face. Jesus Christ. But she was still alive. (gasps) She was, like, struggling to breathe. Oh, no, I hate this. I know. Joe jumps up and calls 911 immediately. Mm. Joe stands up. (laughs) Joe's got a broken (laughs) leg. Joe's got a broken leg. Why did I write jumped up? Joe? Oh, we have an emergency. Joe forgot he had a broken leg. Fucking pops up off the couch. Maybe that it right back down. Ow. (laughs) Oh, no. (laughs) Okay, but Joe does call 911. Okay. And everyone ran to try to get, like, a better look at the assailant. Yeah. So that they'd have, like, a description, you know? He's a clown. Yeah, I know. And the only thing that they were able to really notice is that the person was male. They suspect. You don't really know, right? Yeah. But, like, they think it's male. Uh, About six foot one, tall and very skinny, and had big brown eyes. That's all they could tell. I mean, the person was in full fucking costume, right? Yeah, but, like, how'd they get close enough to see their big brown eyes? I don't really know. Without being, like, 
can you wait here for Maybe the Maybe as they were, like, walking up or something, they just happened to notice. From the kitchen window? They yeah. were like, this is that guy has darling blue eyes and brown eyes. <laughs> what, the fuck? what beautiful doe eyes. Yeah. I don't know. What I don't do you mean? Really know. I have no idea. But they got brown eyes. Like, I was in the room with your husband in your kitchen for an hour before yeah. this, and I couldn't tell you what color his eyes are. <laughs> They're brown, for the record. I think everybody has brown eyes. And if you don't have brown eyes, then everybody's like, for sure, those were blue. Like, if somebody remembers it, especially yeah. if you're wearing a blue shirt. I don't know that for a fact. Because I have no idea either. I don't pay attention to eye color either, but I get maybe maybe they were running away backwards with their eyes very open. Where they're like, that would be so terrifying. A clown fucking running backwards <laughs> after just okay. Not if it didn't have the shoes. Like it's not even impressive. It's just a dude walking. Honestly, backwards. it does ruin the magic. Yeah, but he Could was probably like, spring. "I might have to get away. I don't want the shoes." Oh, solid point. And how are you going to drive with it? Like you'd have to put his shoes on you'd have after to, like, fucking driving. Seat your seat back all the way and just like <laughs> fucking slam your foot down to push the brake. Just gently. the toe. <laughs> But he'd have to take them off before he could drive anyway. So that's probably why he didn't have the shoes on. I imagine he has the shoes, though. Has this been solved? We need to get to the end because I have questions. Okay, 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 okay. All right, so they also noted that the only thing that didn't really match in the clown's outfit was the plain black shoes, like we had already mentioned. Mm -hmm. In all of this, the friends are obviously hanging back waiting for the ambulance and everything to arrive, but Joe hops into his car to go chase after the clown. Oh, okay. I'm going to fucking run this person down. Yeah. But. Solid. Couldn't catch up. And so, I mean, I don't know. To the white Chrysler LeBaron? I mean, I'm sure he stopped with his mom. So, like, the person probably got a a little head start. And then also, like, what if his driving foot was the broken one? Like, maybe Where was the dad in all this? The dad wasn't home. The stepdad? Uh Uh-huh. Stepdad wasn't home. Mm. Keep that in your memory, babe. That's in it. It's there. It's already there. It's there. Also, I definitely said, you know, like, remember the balloons? Mm-hmm. How they said... Uh, You're great. You're great and Snow White and the Seven Dwarves. Mm-hmm. I don't know why I told you to remember that because they literally don't get explained or anything. I think maybe they're just random balloons. I don't really know. But also, it's like, what the fuck? It's real weird. Yeah. Maybe there's something there. I don't know. Maybe. Okay. Maybe, maybe they were like, message. I just need two balloons and those are the ones in the grocery checkout. You know, the one in yeah, the lane. Where super you're like, weird. I guess Dora is fine. Super weird. <laughs> So, he tries to chase after the clown, can't catch up, comes back to his mom to be by her side, waiting for the paramedics. He kept telling her how much he loved her and that he didn't want her to die and, like, please don't die. I don't think she was very coherent. I mean, she had just gotten shot in the face. Imagine dying. With your baby And then having someone be like, don't. (laughs) Like, fuck you. (laughs) I'm out of (laughs) here. I thought you meant, like, to... Could you imagine, though, if, like, your last couple moments are just your son over you crying? No, that's horrifying. (laughs) Like, oh, no. That's horrifying. And also, I'd feel like such a failure. Like, if I died, I'd be like, I'm really sorry, man. I I got shot in the face, bro. You didn't want me to, but, like... I don't know what to do. I can't control it. I didn't know how to not. (laughs) You know? Also, it's really nice over here. (laughs) I don't want to go there. I got shot in the face where you're at. (laughs) It's way better on the other side. (laughs) Maybe. Yeah. I mean, obviously, that's just to show, like, Joe obviously was very close to his mom and loved and adored her. And Mm -hmm. his life fucking got wrecked after she died. Oh, my God. Because she does not live. Sorry. Spoiler alert. The ambulance takes her to the hospital and they put her on life support. Because she's, like, barely alive when they get to her. And two days later, they had to basically take her off of life support because there was no hope for her coming back. Like, there was just nothing they could do. That's so sad. Where was Mike and all this? Did he show up at the hospital? Authorities immediately. Immediately. Were like, we need to talk to Mike. Yeah. That's kind of weird. Suspicious. Mm Mm-hmm. Because he was the only one not home at the time. Mm Mm-hmm. But he conveniently had an alibi that he was riding in a car with a friend heading to a local racetrack when the shooting took place. Yeah, definitely not a clown friend. Definitely not a clown friend. Okay. So fucking, he had a soundproof alibi. Homie was not the one to do the murder in. Yeah, he was like, I was over In here. a car, yeah. Mm-hmm. Going to the, tr- the racetrack? <laughs> yeah, I guess. In the morning? Like, I mean, damn, it's maybe an all-day event. S- yeah, I guess. So according to Joe, Mike had always been a really good stepfather, and he never suspected Mike would ever harm Marlene or anything. Mm-hmm. But what's interesting is that at one point Marlene did tell Joe that if anything happened to her to look to Mike. He's like, my mom did say this one time, but, like, she's probably crazy. I know. And I guess, like, I guess when she told Joe that, Joe was like, no way. Like, he would never hurt you. But, like, 
I mean, I'm sure in hindsight, he's like, oh, my God, I had no fucking idea. You yeah. know, like, who knows? So another thing that's very interesting is that Marlene also told her mom something very similar, mm. saying, like, things aren't great with Mike right now. If anything happens to me, go looking to Mike. So the mom instantly was like, hey, Popo 5 go talk to Mike. We have some questions. Yeah. He was in a car going to a racetrack. I have some questions. Yeah. He also doesn't have a clown suit, but we're not ruling him out. <laughs> I don't have one, but if I need one, I can get one. I know a place. So once the police spoke with Mike and everything, though, they found his alibi super credible and everything. And they were like, I don't think it's Mike. Case closed. <laughs> yeah, I don't think it's Mike. I guess we're going to have to go after somebody else. Okay. So they go to the couple's car business. And they start interviewing employees and everything, like, to start asking around what was going on the few days before she was murdered. What's happening? You know, yeah. what's the word on the street? Mm-hmm. And Were there the, any clowns around? Exactly. And one name kept popping up over and over again when they would talk to the employees. And it was a woman by the name of Sheila Keene who had just so happened to be the woman that Mike was allegedly having an affair with. Uh-oh. Who just so happened to also work at their business. Did she also moonlight as a clown? <laughs> <laughs> Not that we know of. Okay. So tips started to roll in that police needed to look deeper at Mike and Sheila because everyone that was working there and in their friend group was like, oh, they were openly having an affair. Like, they weren't even trying to hide it. Like, we all knew about it. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So, like, this would die. Yeah. So they're like, this very well could have been a setup to get Marlene out of the picture for them. Yeah. You should definitely look into them. Yeah. Now, like there's a motive at least. Right, exactly. So, Mike was described by coworkers as very compassionate and having a lot of empathy, and that he attracted a lot of people's attention, especially women. And Sheila was one of those women. Mm-hmm. Sheila was described as very nice and bubbly. And you can tell by the way that she would look at Mike that she was, like, in love with him. So, like, they weren't doing a good job of hiding any of it. Mm-hmm. However, she did have a tougher side to her because she was the company's repo woman. Oh, shit. Okay. Exactly. So, I guess because of her line of work, repo and vehicles and shit, she carried a gun on her. Because mm-hmm. you never know what kind of fucking tips you're going to get into. hmm And it just so happens that the day that Marlene was murdered, she was out on a repo job. Okay. And so the police were like, hey, give me an address for where you were repoing shit. And she was like, I don't have one. She was unable to provide one. Uh Uh-huh. But it was a white Chrysler (laughs) Baron. (laughs) Right. Okay. So now that we know through police detective work and everything that Mike and Sheila are obviously having an affair, we now know that Marlene's suspicions were correct. Yes. And it's very interesting that she's like, "Uh, check out Mike. Yeah. Like, she was worried for her life. That's scary. That's so sad. Yeah. However, when the police question Mike and Sheila, they both maintain in every interview that they are not having an affair. That okay. they are just friends. Everybody else is like, yeah, that's dumb. And the police are like, we know you're having an affair. And they're like, nope. Not us. Not us. Never. So they're lying to the police. Yeah. It should be noted, too, that Mike had a huge payout from Marlene's passing. Mm-hmm. Because all of her assets 100% went to him. So now he owns all of her properties and the business and obviously any insurance or whatever that she might have had. He was 100% the person to get it all. Like, Joe didn't get anything. It's all in his name. Damn. Damn. I know. The next step. Girl, how can you tell people, if anything happens to me, look to my husband and not switch that shit to your kids? You know what, though? I agree. But also, I am that person to an extent of, like, I'll do it someday. But, like, it's never actually going to happen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But although I, I think if I had a hit on my life or I thought I had a hit on my life or something, I might – I would like to believe that I'd act a little differently. But I don't know. I'm pretty fucking lazy. Yeah. So that's I'm true. Like, yeah, hire a lawyer and shit. She's like, ugh. I don't what know. do I do? Write it and sign it? Will that stand up in a court of law? Bring it to a notary? The next step that the investigators took was to find out if any local stores had recently sold a clown costume. Because they they have, they suspect Mike and Sheila. Yeah. But they don't have any evidence. Yeah. They're just like, okay, but they're having an affair, but that doesn't mean they murdered her. Yeah. They have a motive, but I don't have any evidence to prove they did. This is a new clown costume they're looking for? Yep. The shit had the tags on it. They were like, I've definitely never seen a kid's birthday party. Yeah, that thing is too white. (laughs) That shit was pristine. I guess they were just like coming up with ideas like, I don't know, let's see if any store sold some clown suits lately. Yeah. The wig was still real 
tightly permed yeah, up. Yeah, like it wasn't poofy enough yeah. or ratty enough. Yeah. You're like, ah, I don't know. Shit's only been through one day. That just got out of the package. <laughs> Still flat on it. one side. <laughs> I wonder if it was like a Bozo the Clown kind of orange hair, you know? Like, was it in peaks? I have questions. I do, too. It wasn't the rainbow hair? It was orange. Mm. It was orange hair. It was like, um... I think Bozo had red hair. Remember Bozo? Like, that was terrifying. Yeah. Do you remember... He just, like, bounce balls and buckets? Bob? That's all I yeah. think. <laughs> yeah. Me, too. Like the orange hair with the spikes. But what was the point of Bozo? You just, like, bounce balls and buckets? They're just preparing us for, like, fucking beer pong? Maybe. Bounce counts as double drinks, so. Yeah. Shit. It's a good training mechanism. Just, like, check this shit out. <laughs> Moink. Teach okay. Teach those fine motor skills. That's right. So they're looking at costume shops and shit for clown costumes that have been sold recently. Yeah. And they go to the local one, and they find out that two nights prior to Marlene's murder, a customer had come in knocking on the door at closing time and searched for a clown costume. Mm-hmm. And the owner of the store was like, hey, homie, I'm trying to close up. Like, can you come back tomorrow? And this person was very insistent that they needed the clown costume now. So but I need it today. If you're going to murder somebody, don't, like, make a big stink about the outfit you're going to do it in because it's memorable. Yeah. <laughs> so... The owner let the person buy their costume. Like, it's a fucking costume emergency, all right? That's why I'm here. (laughs) I don't know. That's why I went into this business. (laughs) Yeah. For people like you, my friend, get that clown costume. Well, you didn't mention it was an emergency. (laughs) That changes everything. Who's going clown costume shopping at fucking closing time? I don't know. I don't know. But the customer purchased the clown outfit, an orange wig, clown makeup, and a red nose, which... The assailant had all of these things. Yeah, but not the shoes. And she was like, would you like the shoes? shoes. Like, I can't run away in those fucking goofy-ass things. Hmm. They probably tried around the store a couple of times. Like, no, I'm not going to take the shoes. See how I don't have any any fucking control over my toes? Can't get any traction in these. Honk, honk. That's how I honk. (laughs) Honk, honk. That's better. (laughs) That's a terrible, like, donkey call or something. Okay, so the customer was described as a female. Uh Oh. 5'10", mm-hmm. having long, thick, straight chocolate brown hair and Ooh. big brown eyes. <gasps> and this almost perfectly describes Sheila. Ooh. Okay. Okay. Ooh. How can you shoot someone in the fucking face? Dude. So the person paid in cash, so there's no paper trail or anything. So we don't know who made the purchase. But police did give the store owner, like, a lineup of photos, and she positively identified Sheila and one other person as being the potential customer. So it's not a slam dunk, but she did get her, you know? Okay. It does yeah. look like her. Investigators next check out, like, where the assailant purchased the balloons and flowers from. Like, mm-hmm. we have some clues here. We can dig around. Yeah. And they discovered that they were likely bought from a public supermarket that was local. Mm-hmm. When investigators questioned the worker at the public supermarket, like, hey, did somebody come in buying a big-ass basket of flowers and two fucking balloons? The store clerk remembered the purchase and said that it was a woman who had brown hair and brown eyes purchased those items. Why does everybody know their fucking eyes? I don't know. Also, I would not remember. Like, if you came... I wouldn't remember were, your eye color. I When like, we worked at the smoothie shop, like, I'd be like, I they ordered, like, 800 strawberry bananas. Yeah. And yeah. So there were six people, I guess. I don't know. There's a lot of smoothies I made. It was a dude and he had a face. Like, yeah. I probably you didn't mean? even look at his face. I was just like, here's fucking money. Let me go. Okay, no, anyway. exactly. As I'm Maybe like, I'd Beverly say. Beverly Hills. Blending that smoothie. <laughs> right. Rocking out some music. <laughs> Maybe I would reckon or I would say they had brown eyes if it was like. Obvious. Not even obvious. I don't know if but you just happen like, to catch their eye color. Y- yeah. You know, like it, they just seem like a real common everyday kind of person. I wonder if this is kind of like a smaller town or something, you know? Like, if it's very affluent people, maybe you you don't have as much hustle and bustle, so you're mm. easier to... I don't fucking know. But this person was like brown hair or brown eyes. Okay. So interesting. Chocolate brown hair. Mm-hmm. Sounds pretty. It, she was actually really pretty. Well, but then big brown eyes. But then I later saw photos and she's... You know. Less pretty? Less Was pretty. it after she was arrested? Everybody's less pretty after oh, they're arrested. They tore up when they get arrested. <laughs> like, fucking wrecked. Yeah. You know how mirrors you know, in jail? Actually, I legit was thinking, I'm like, if anybody, like, if I got arrested at my house or something at any given point in time on just a random day, girl, I would look so fucked up. I don't no. ever get ready. If I'm not doing something. This is what I look like. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. I look so much. I've got, like. The bun, the mm. hair isn't even all in it. It's like I could have taken a nap and half of it's down and I just walk around like a ragged doll. 
I also don't have any mirrors in my house, though. I've recently learned this from taking my leave, too. I'm like, I have one full body length mirror. Like, yeah. how do I ever know what I look like? I don't. I don't, don't ever look in the mirror. Yeah. I'm like, oh, my God. Huh. I have no idea what I look like. I don't uh, have mirrors in my house. You what? In the back. I said, I don't have mirrors in my house. I have mirrors in my room. Yeah, like, you could see your outfit when yeah. you get ready for the day. Yeah. I don't. I have one in my bathroom. I don't look at it, though. Like, like yeah. I walk by it. Yeah. But half the time, I'm like, ooh, None of this go. I'm wearing purple fucking pants today. I'm with I'm with you too. I, got I walked in front of a mirror and everything, and I was like, it's "Purple pants too. This is gonna be fine." <laughs> hey, they are purple. It's purple pants day. Uh, I fucking know. I know. I know. Okay, so the police have like a ton of circumstantial evidence that Mike and Sheila are behind Marlene's murder. Yeah, but they don't have enough for an arrest or a trial yet. Yeah. Four days after Marlene's murder, and about eight miles from where the murder took place, investigators found an abandoned white Chrysler LeBaron mm-hmm. in a public parking lot of a Winn-Dixie, which I think is a grocery store. Mm-hmm. Sounds like it. I was thinking Dixie line, but then it said something like bakery, like in the background of the picture. I could see something mm-hmm. like this. So I think it's a grocery store. Winn-Dixie? It sounds know. like a gas station. Uh, it looked like more like a store mm-hmm. or something. Okay, anyway, but there's this car abandoned in the parking lot of a Mm Winn-Dixie. And inside the vehicle, investigators recovered orange fibers that would have been from a wig. As well as long brown hairs. Mm, Inside the wig? Oh, wait, they didn't get the wig. No, they didn't have the wig. They just had the long brown hairs, brown hairs, which would match the description of Sheila's hair. Mm -hmm. I mean, and if you think about it, everybody at that brunch or breakfast or whatever said it was a male. But, like, you don't really know. You don't really know. And 5'10 is tall. Yeah. Well, that's a tall person. That is a tall person. And they said they said that the clown was 5 or 6'1". Yeah. That, to me, is close enough. Well, a dude who's 5'10 says they're 6'1". It's the same. I know. It's the same height. It's basically. <laughs> I mean, if you just don't stand too close next to each other. Yeah, or a get a tape one, measure or yeah, anything. Yeah, like or if like, you have a 5'1", or a 5'1", if you have a 6'1", you're like, God damn, you're tall. Yeah. Yeah. You just don't walk out like any doors of liquor stores or anything no one will know how tall you are yeah like where there's like a measurement mm-hmm. exactly <laughs> on the door uh yeah and i'm short so everybody's tall exactly yeah. I would, well that's what i mean like five ten and six one that's the same, same shit to me same yeah i know same to me too okay also i'd never how tall was he uh about six one I fuck you first of all to. sir he was yeah. six foot maybe like, what, yeah. he's 6'1". Oh, it wasn't six foot, though. 6'1". I wonder if they were like, oh, the person's head went to this bush line or something, and they're like, that's about 6'1". Or, like, they measured it. I don't know. And it I wasn't fuck- about 6 foot, though. Like, yeah, I don't fuck know. me, you're not going to make it even? I don't know how they do any of this shit. Okay. <laughs> if I ever fuck have me. to describe a person, I'm like, oh, uh, they were about 6'1". We six, one and a half. know you're not the person to talk to in an emergency situation. <laughs> you can talk to me. I'll have a lot to say. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. That is very true. But you won't have anything informative. It could be informative, what I have to say, but it won't be helpful to your investigation. <laughs> yeah. Okay, that's true. Okay, I'll give you that. <laughs> I saw that bitch swing. I saw her swing. She's got a mean Fucking right hook. shot off that way. <laughs> Which way Evidence. did she go? I'm like, I don't know. Evidence bag in that bush, bitch. <laughs> Just walk away. Like, what the fuck is this bitch talking about? I'm not even sure what happened back there. <laughs> I was just trying to get my donut. <laughs> okay. So they find long hair in the car, too. Yeah. But they, who did she repo the car from? But who did she repo the car Did they from? find the car and they were like, actually, it's one of your fucking repos? Oh, I'll tell you. Oh, good. So please get a warrant to search through Sheila's belongings and her home and all that shit, right? Damn, and they okay. find her in her closet. There's orange fibers, like orange hair consistent with a clown wig. Oh, my God. And they also get her hair. And they fucking procure that. And yeah. they look at it under a microscope to compare it to the hair that they found in the car. Yeah. And it's... A microscopic match, which hmm. is pretty fucking great for the 90s because we don't have DNA. Yeah. Yeah. That technology wasn't, I mean, not that we don't have DNA, but it wasn't that advanced, right? Yeah. So police still don't have a murder weapon or the clown suit or anything. And Joe, like I said, believed the clown to be six foot one. But keep in mind that Joe saw the attacker for like a few seconds. And Joe was on the couch sitting down because he has a broken leg. Yeah, or at the chair at the table. Everybody or looks taller when you're sitting down. And you're trying to describe somebody's like body type in a baggy ass clown yeah. costume. So like we've already talked about, like, okay, it could be anyone in that clown suit. Yeah. And we're getting more evidence to suggest that perhaps it was Sheila who shot Marlene in the mm-hmm. face. So now police still aren't confident enough to be able to make an arrest 
Like, they're still digging for more information because they're like, it's circumstantial. This is so circumstantial. I don't have, we don't have the murder weapon. We don't have anything else. Like, we need something more solid. Did they get her gun to match, like, fucking ballistics? Uh, I don't know if they ever recovered her gun. That's a really good question, though. Because she carried one. And then I'd be like, if you weren't involved in any crimes lately, you should still be carrying it, right? Is that, can I get that gun, though? Maybe that's why they went to go search her house and then they didn't find it and they just found the hair. I don't know. Actually, that's a really good question. Nothing comes up about her gun. Hmm. Which would be nice to know. Yeah. But also, I kind of feel like there is later on, like, they think that the police kind of did shoddy work. Mm. Um, or mistakes were made in the investigation. Now, I don't know how police were in Florida in the 90s, but, you know, that's a really good question. <laughs> I hope they looked for a fucking gun. Okay. Yeah. They were like, so she has one. Got it. No. Cool. No, no, no. Everything's fine. Although it is kind of frustrating when we're reading this. It's like, what the fuck? Come on, man. Yeah. And like, they still couldn't... have enough. Couldn't give us anything. Yeah, but they don't have enough. So they don't, like, take her, don't arrest her or anything yet. Okay. And they work on getting more evidence. They soon discover that Mike's business is linked to the murder car. Mm. So like you were saying. Bum, 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 bum. It turns out. That I feel like I could have been a fucking detective in I, the 90s. I feel like you could have. Yeah. You're like, where'd that fucking car come from? You own a car lot. I have questions. I have questions. I have questions. So it turns out that an employee of Mike's had actually stolen the car from a competitor's business a few weeks prior to the murder. What? What? Sheila? Or a different employee? I don't know. I think it was somebody else. It just said an employee. Is this like a prank war? Like, uh uh-huh, got him. Got the used car salespeople across town. Got him. No. So the police started to dig deeper into that, and they discovered that Mike had been running an insanely fraudulent car business. Well, I feel like they all are, right? Yeah, I know, right? (laughs) But he gets charged with racketeering, which I had to look up, is basically running a fraudulent business. Okay. (laughs) Or, like, business dealings. What is this racket? Yeah, they call it racketeering. Yeah. Um, This racket he got going on. With racketeering, insurance fraud, and odometer tampering. Oh, was he, was he fucking Ferris Buellering it? I guess Homie was ultimately charged with forty-eight counts of fraud, and Damn. he was sent to prison. Oh, for that? For that, but not the murder. Okay, so for like, like a long time. We're still working on the murder case, but also we're just gonna go ahead and throw you in prison right now because you're doing so many fraudulent things. <laughs> we're gonna go ahead and hang on to you because you can't be in society. Yeah, you're just not. You're I mean, not flying right. right time now. out for a minute. We actually got something for you, so this is good for now. Uh, I think you got like ten years or something. I didn't write it down, but like a decent like years. Yeah, he's in prison for years. Okay, so we got time, at least on Mike's side, <sighs> to fucking wrap up this investigation. I know, right? Mike always maintained his innocence and everything and claimed that maybe the attack came from, like, an angry customer because Marlene also owned the business, you know, and he was running a shady-ass business. So he's like, it wasn't me. It wasn't me. I know it looks suspicious. It was not me. It could have been an angry customer. Yeah, but if it was someone that was, like, mad they got ripped off for whatever his racket was, they're going to show up to a house. His racket. You know. (laughs) He's a racketeering. They're going to show up to a house, though, and want, like, money. The man in charge, I would yeah, think. Like, yeah, oh, something. I killed your wife. Ha ha, uh, got him. Yeah. Like, that's weird. That's like the mob boss's wife, you know? Like, yeah. you're just going to incur more What if trouble? it's that competitor's business where they stole the fucking car from? So you're going to kill his fucking wife? Yeah. Steal the car back. Come to like, me then you just steal a better car. The day car. of my daughter's wedding. <laughs> you come to me on this day, my daughter's <laughs> wedding. <laughs> okay, so they arrest Mike. Yeah. He's in prison. Like, Meanwhile, you need to sit out for a minute. You need to chill. Meanwhile, the case sort of just goes cold. I guess Sheila somehow managed to disappear. Nuh-uh. And no further evidence <gasps> or anything surfaced. Nuh-uh. So the police didn't feel like they had enough to, like, prosecute her for anything. Still? And it just goes cold. What? Is this the end of your story? Oh. Okay. Keep Perhaps. going. Once Mike went to prison, Joe stopped communicating with him. Yeah. And their relationship obviously became strained. Weird. Because at first Joe was like, there's no way. Yeah. And then he started all of this got uncovered and he was like, holy fucking shit. Homie murdered my mom. Yeah. Yeah. Joe was grieving and heartbroken over the loss of his family. Oh, buddy. he was taking the change pretty hard. He got into drugs and became an alcoholic. And he says that on... Every year on the anniversary of her death, he would go to her gravesite and he would just get blasted and just cry. How sad is this? Like, it was a really dark time for him. Relatable. Honestly. 
Eventually, over the years, though, he got himself together and sober, and he just knew in his heart that Sheila Keen had something to do with his mom's murder. Something. That bitch had the fucking wig and she stuff. She had the thing to yeah. do with it. She was the thing to do with it. Yeah. So the case ends up going cold for 27 motherfucking years. 27 years. Here's another thing. Yeah. Imagine you're in an affair with someone, right. some man, and then you're like, this is it. We're going to be together forever. All I have to do is murder this person. And right. then you murder this person. And then that man goes to prison, prison. because he was a f- fucking fraud. Yeah, fraud. He was racketeering around the town. And then you just like quietly back out. Like, you're just like, oh, dodged a bullet, homie. Let me just blend into this fucking bush. She didn't dodge a bullet, though. She had to fucking kill a person. She didn't have to, but. She didn't have to dodge it. Yeah. Like, that's, (laughs) imagine, that's insane. That's literally insane. It gets more insaner. Uh Uh-oh. Are you ready? Yep, I'm ready. Okay, 27 years, this bitch is cold. 27 years. Then in 2017, a cold case unit made a breakthrough Mm. using the DNA technology that we now have. The hair? Positively ID'd ad- that hair as fucking Sheila's hair. What a fucking her bitch. Hair was in that motherfucking car. So now the police have a match and they go and arrest her. But first they have to find her. Jesus Christ. Because <laughs> she gone, remember? Yeah. She changed her fucking name. Yeah. When they do find her, they're shocked to learn that at this point, because 27 years later, mm-hmm. that after Mike had gotten out of prison for all of that fraud, she had reconnected with him and they had fucking gotten married and they were living together. <gasps> Tennessee or some shit. What? Yeah. So, like, these people literally thought that they had committed, like, the perfect crime. And they, oh my they God. did all of the things and then ran off and were living together. They had a whole fucking life out in Tennessee together as a married couple. And all he had to do was 10 years in prison. Something like that. Or, like, you know, yeah, six on good there. behavior or some shit. Yeah. I don't know. It was somewhere around there. Yeah. Yeah. And she just had to lay low for those years. Okay. So, let oh me tell you what they God. were up to. So they had married in 2002, and she was murdered in 1990. So that's 12 years later, 12 years after the murder. And they built this whole new life in Tennessee running a burger stand called Purple Cow. Okay. It also it's sold a dumb subs, name. according to the picture. It, it what? Had, it, they also sold sub sandwiches, according oh. to the picture. It had, like, a bunch of cows outside, and they were not very purple. They were, like, a brown purple in the picture. It looked like a rundown place, but also looks like a place I would eat at. On the rig, you know? Yeah. So, anyway. On the rig. <laughs> also, Sheila had changed her name to Debbie. <laughs> mm, okay. Well, Deborah. I don't know if she changed it legally, but basically she would just introduce herself as Debbie. And the few people that did know her as Sheila said that Debbie was like a childhood nickname that stuck always. Like, oh, my real name's Sheila, but everybody calls me Debbie. So they never really knew her as Sheila. Mm-hmm. She had bleached her hair blonde. And it's been 27 years. Everybody needs to change. I know. But it looked like a very bad bleach. I'm sorry. But it was like an Who orange. are you apologizing to? I don't know to? if anybody else has like the orange bleach job. Here. Oh, I have it. No, yours is. I mean, you've had it before. I have too. But like that's usually when you're going to put color on top yeah, of it. You know? Yeah, that's this, true. This breezy was just walking around with that. Ugh. That was her hair color. Maybe she really liked the orange wig, yeah. you know? Maybe. Like, maybe. Maybe it was just that bad picture, you know? Did something to her. <laughs> She's like, she oh, man, like, I look good in orange. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Oh, my God. That'd be all. That's the worst color to choose. Yeah. Like, oh, flashback. Yeah. Just put some makeup on real quick like a clown. Hand me these balloons real quick. Oh, God. That was you. <laughs> okay. So she's going by Debbie, and she created this whole life out in Tennessee. Employees say that she was really aggressive and a mean boss, which kind of... You know, tracks. Yeah, with her being a repo lady and all that. Yeah. And there was even a rumor going around Purple Cow that Debbie had actually murdered Mike's ex. How is that rumor going around? It's a rumor. And the rumor went around enough to know that allegedly Debbie had dressed as a clown when she murdered the ex-wife. So, like, this is – I don't think that Debbie would be perpetuating this. But I guess people around the fucking joint – Knew what the fuck was going on. I don't know how they knew. Who? Because she said something. And that was in fucking, I guess. Either she or he said something. Or somebody Googled him. Like, really dug into him. Like, there's something weird about these two. Well, even if you just Google him, you'd probably find his wife. It's 2002. Yeah. Is there Google? Yeah. It's probably not that substantial. You can't Google people in 2002. No. I don't know when Google became a thing, but if you could, in the early years of Google, you couldn't Google people. Honestly, you couldn't really Google people to the last 10 years because now we all have such, like, social whatever. Yeah. Media presence. Goddamn. Yeah, I guess you probably wouldn't. Maybe 
maybe someone did a background check or like knows a guy or their dad's a cop and like went to the library and looked at the goddamn newspaper clippings. I don't fucking know. Weird. Yeah. Oh God, we used to live in the dark. I know. Just living with murderers. I Google like everyone. I know it's my favorite pastime. Yeah. And I, like, figure out their fucking names and shit on things. And then I Google the name and then I find their fucking MySpace from forever ago. It's a blast. It's why I like this podcast. I know. <laughs> it's a dig into other people's fucking business. I know. I told you I'm a rotten person and I love it. <laughs> Same. Sorry, I get it. We all commiserate. Oh, God. Okay. So Relate. enough enough went around that they knew or they the rumor was that she was dressed as a clown when she murdered the ex. Yeah. Right? So, like, pff, weird. Super weird, right? I would have asked her about it. Well, you know what's really fucking ballsy and weird? That I actually don't I don't know if it's ballsy or if it's like literally unhinged or if it's like I don't know how this makes me feel. But one year for Halloween at the store she dressed up as a clown in that costume. In a costume. I don't know if it was that costume. Actually, there's a picture of it. I didn't really pay attention to the costume, but her makeup was like an orange smile or whatever, like the red clown smile or whatever. And like big old red circles, and I'm like, "Huh." Did this bitch have an obsession with clowns? I'm going to tell you about the clown thing. There is a little bit of an explanation. A little bit. Okay. A little bit that I'm running with. Okay. okay so she dressed up at a, as a clown at the store and an employee took her picture. So you can, like, Google that. I'm sure Curdy will help put that on our social media and shit. But there's pictures of it. By the fall of 2017, the couple had sold the purple cow. Mm-hmm. And they moved to some land in Virginia or some shit, and they were living the retired life together. And their house was fucking huge. Like, they were living comfortably still together out in the middle of nowhere, just enjoying life together. How would you marry someone that you know killed your ex or killed your wife? Like, fucking shot her in the face. That's insane. After delivering flowers into balloons in a clown outfit. Literally everything about this is insane. So on top- I have so many questions. I know. On September 26th, 2017, which was... 27 years after Marlene's murder, police mm-hmm. finally arrested Sheila Keen. Oh, my God. When Sheila was arrested, she asked police, well, aren't you going to arrest him, too? And, like, <gasps> pointed to Mike, like, suggesting that also he should be implicated in this murder as well. But only Sheila was being brought in. What? Know? But, like, I bitch threw him on her instantly. Yeah. Aren't you going to arrest him? Well, was he standing him? there? Yeah, I'd be like, I fucking what? to him. Like, bitch. <laughs> I know, right? Now, unfortunately, prosecutors never get enough evidence to prosecute Mike in the murder, but they did feel that they had enough to prosecute Sheila. I would take Sheila's word for it. Uh, I know, right? And she had the means and the motive and everything, so they're like, all right, we're going to take her to trial. Mm -hmm. Sheila's defense attorney says that basically the police did, like, really shoddy police work back in the 90s, and so we'll never actually know who murdered Marlene, Mm -hmm. but it definitely wasn't Sheila. Of course. Um, Allegedly, an inmate had had actually admitted to murdering her at one point, but when questioned further, it was clear that it was a false confession. Mm Mm-hmm. Sheila's defense argues that her hair being in the car could have happened when the car was on bargain motors lots because remember that employee had stolen the car a couple like yeah. two weeks prior or something. So it just means that Sheila had been in the car, but it doesn't mean that she was the one. What about all the orange murdered. hairs in her closet? Right. I mean, this is the defense's rebuttal, yeah. which is they're going to do anything. Of they course. Can. But you have to hope that a jury is going to make an educated decision still and or find it beyond a reasonable doubt. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Beyond a reasonable doubt. As for the orange fibers, the defense argues that the police didn't handle the evidence well. And I guess there was evidence bags in the, like, box that were ripped open and not sealed shut and everything. So then, according to the defense, you have these open bags of evidence everywhere. And the police... Orange hairs from a clown wig could have gotten in there from anywhere. From anywhere. Well, the police did buy an orange wig to compare the fibers. Oh, God damn it. Yeah. And that was in there, too. But I'm not saying I saw all of the pictures or anything, but I did see a picture of an evidence box it did not look like it was in a disarray. Like, I couldn't even, I'm sure maybe, like, it was, like, a paper envelope with the top ripped off and they were put in there, you know? Yeah. But, like, it did, you know how, like, when you get Amazon pick, packages and you rip that thing off? It kind of yeah. looked like that. Yeah. But it didn't look like shit was open and spilled everywhere. So it looked like it was in its containers. Hmm. But their argument is that nothing was handled or sealed right. So, like, yeah. now we can't trust any of the evidence. So we shouldn't be able to take any of this to trial. Mm-hmm. Also, one of the main witnesses had passed away now because it's 27 years later. Oh, my God. And... So even the Who prosec- was the main witness that passed away? I don't know. Joe? I have no idea. Maybe no. like an employee or something that oh, knew about okay. their affair who could vouch for all this. Maybe. I don't really know. But um, 
no, but they had passed away. And so the prosecution even was kind of like, uh-oh, you know. Yeah. Hey, listen, it's a totally different team Pull from back. back in the 90s. It's like 2017. We got new fresh eyes on the case. And they're yeah. like, oh, it's uh-oh. not holding up as much water as you thought. Yep. Sheila's trial was postponed six times. And by 2022, she had been in jail for five years waiting for her trial. Like, I don't know why it had gotten postponed before, but then obviously, like, COVID and then the courts got backed up and all that other shit. So, Mm -hmm. like, terrible timing. Yeah. Then on April 25th, 2023, which was just last year, Mm -hmm. something unexpected happened. What happened? A happen was a plea deal was reached. Mm -hmm. So Sheila agreed to plead guilty to second-degree murder. In order to take the death penalty off the table. Okay. Because they were going to go after the death penalty. So she's like, I'll do second-degree murder. And in exchange, she would only have to serve 12 years. And she had time served. And she'd already been in there for, I don't know, what was it, like five years by now? So she'd be released in 2025. And Sheila's defense attorney says that she is still innocent and basically only admitted to it so that she could get a lesser sentence because she was up for the death penalty. And when she gets out of prison, she totally plans to go back to her life with Mike. Uh, Joe, Even though she tried to throw him under the bus? Right. Uh, Joe approved the plea deal, knowing that trial was going to be a gamble at this point because of all the things. Like, the evidence not being properly handled at this point. Key witnesses dying and everything. And he was just like, honestly, I just want this nightmare to be over. I want some justice for my mom if this is how we're going to get it. Because the worst thing to happen would be to go to trial and her to be innocent. Yeah. So at least she had to admit to it you know and on paper she will always be a murderer even though she's like i'm still not a murderer like bitch you just said you're guilty i hate this i know that alfred plea or whatever yeah Yeah. i hate this i do too especially i hate this i know ah that's so fucked up maybe joe's planning to kill her when she gets out well joe is happy to have some answers and for this whole mess to be over. I'm very happy for him that he found the closure that he wants. Right. But obviously that. he's not very happy. Like, he's really upset. And he still thinks, like, you know, Mike should be held accountable, too. Right? Yeah. And he's upset with how little time she's serving. Everybody has served. Okay, so now for the clown part. Because that's kind of my last little bullet, except for a few little things I'm going to tell you here. But the clown part. It was uncovered that Marlene and her mother shared a fascination with clowns. Her mom had a whole room in her house, like, devoted to clown art and stuff and, like, figurines and clown shit. You know how people are like, I collect mice. Yeah. Girl collected clowns. And, like, Marlene was an artist and, like, drew a fucking or painted a picture of a clown that was, like, up. and Like, she was into clowns, too. Like, they liked clowns. They were a clown family. That's, That's so of, fucking weird. Well, I you have to imagine, like, Mike knew that. Yeah. And do you think he shared that with Sheila and Sheila was like, I'm going to kill her with her favorite thing or like. Wait, who liked clowns? Marlene and her mom. Marlene liked. And Marlene was murdered by a goddamn clown. What? Yeah. I thought Sheila liked him. No. How? That's even worse. It's fucking weird, right? Okay. That's like being an asshole on top of murdering someone. Like you're going to. Bring the thing that they love and make it be the thing that kills them. I know. Well, I guess Marlene's mom said that she still found comfort going into that room. It felt like she was closer to Marlene when she would go in there because they shared such a like fascination with clowns. And that she didn't hate all clowns. She only hated one. So there's that. Wow. Uh, sadly, Marlene's you get mother. Marlene's mom to hate you. That's pretty <laughs> fucked up. Yeah. Right. You know? To get her mom. Yeah. <laughs> sadly, Marlene's mother passed prior to Sheila's admission of guilt. So I'm sure she's watching that shit from heaven. Yeah. But, um, what the fuck? That's fucking weird, right? Why? Okay, so then I wanted to go back to these balloons. It's probably not important, but I fucking fixate on shit. Mm -hmm. If I am going to, I'm going to kill someone, and for some reason I'm going to dress up like a clown and bring the biggest, most expensive basket of flowers and two balloons, I'm going to at least pick out Get Well soon or something like i'm gonna pick out like balloons that make sense for the purpose that i think i'm trying to show up for if it really truly was to be like oh these are for joe to get well soon yeah or maybe she didn't know about joe's leg and she literally was just like somebody's just saying you're great then why the snow white like what's the snow white reference is there some hidden message that's what i want to know like you're awesome that's just kind of like fuck you and then also like but what's with the snow white and the seven dwarfs you know I, what wish, I, mean? I wish people, like, 
might be my superpower is to know the truth, you know? Like, yeah. you're talking to someone, you just, like, ask a question, they have to tell you the truth. Like, yeah. that, why? Yeah, like, what was that? Was it genuinely, like you said, just a spur of the moment, like, grabbing two out of the line? Like, yeah. at that point, save yourself fucking $4 and don't buy them. Yeah. But if it's, like, the other part of that is flowers are fucking expensive. Dude. Yeah. And these, I will show you a picture here in a second. They were a big-ass basket of flowers. And it was, like, a real basket. You know how, like, now they come with, like, disposable shit or, like, the yeah, glass like vase tin. that you're, like, Yeah, playing? yeah, <laughs> yeah. It was like a real-ass basket. I don't think I would spend that kind of money on someone that I'm trying to off. I mean, she bought a whole-ass clown suit. That's Even got, with, so. With, that's like a necessary part of your plan, kind of, because you're concealing your identity or whatever. Right. Like you're willing to spring on that because yeah. you don't want anybody to find you. Yeah. But like the flowers, that's literally just like, and then we can get flowers. And you're like, we don't need fucking streamers. It's you know? a prop. Yeah. Honestly, I don't really know. And I feel like it has to have some sort of hidden meaning, right? Yeah. Like, it's got to be like a fuck you or something. That's crazy. I know. What date did this happen on? I'll tell you. Okay. Just thinking of what holiday is around that date. You know, yeah, like, is there like Valentine's Mother's Day? Day? Mother's Day. Yeah, like, do they have a display of flowers? And she's like, oh, I'll get some fucking flowers. I feel like it was an M month, like you May know or what's March. real weird? What? Is I just May 26th. Mother's March, Day? March, April, May. Yeah, maybe Mother's Day. Mm. When's not the beginning or middle? 26th, it'd already be past. Maybe it's like the leftovers. Let's look <gasps> maybe up. Maybe she got them for when Mother's Day. was, mo- oh, that bitch regifting? Mm-hmm. When was Mother's Day in 1990? May 13th. May 13th. And this happened on like the 27th or some shit. Those flowers would be dead by then. Those flowers would be dead by then. They look pretty fresh, right? Yeah. Hmm. I don't know. We're, like, trying to solve it. <laughs> like, but the balloons. That's weird, right? That is weird. <laughs> the Snow White is throwing me off. Yeah. Also, every time you said the balloon said you're great, for some reason in my head it was the Y-O-U-R. Like, you're uh, great. Like, the wrong one. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, that's a fucked up balloon to get someone. <laughs> I don't know why. I was like, it's probably spelled wrong. Oh, my God. Yeah, no. I don't know. Also, you're great's kind of a weird balloon. You're great. Like, get well soon? Yeah, it was a heart, too. It's like a red heart you're balloon great. that says, you're great. Not, weird. I love you. Weird, right? I don't know, guys. I don't fucking know. The whole thing is weird. But obviously, they did this so that they could be together. I mean, they're not even hiding it. Like, like yeah. still. Yeah. That's crazy. So she's going to get out in 2025. It's like next year, man. Her and Mike. Living the dream together. I guess. Shit. It's not my dream. Shit's fucked up. I'd be terrified. If you were Mike. I don't know. I'm just terrified to answer my door now. Right? Yeah. Well, I would never answer my door to a clown. Like, 100%. I'm not opening the door. I, but what if it's a singing telegram? I don't want to miss that. You know, like, once in my life, I need a singing telegram. Send it to my work. I'll die there. <laughs> I have to answer the door there, you know? <laughs> Do you? I don't have a door at work. Mm. Unless- you have an office. Yeah, but you got you, there's so much security. You don't even have work anymore, so I don't. <laughs> I don't bitches. know what we're talking about. Not right now. All right, let's get out of here. Okay, so if you guys want to check out pictures pertaining to our case, go to our social media. Mm-hmm. All of them. We're on Instagram, Facebook, X, TikTok, and shit. You should email us at isgdpodcast at gmail or you can snail mail us at PO Box two seven six four Spring Valley California nine one nine seven nine. Also, please subscribe, rate, and review on whatever app you use so that the electronic devices will tell other people that you are listening so that more people listen and that people will be like, wow, we should listen to. I don't know. Wow, that's really great. We don't know the algorithm, but please go tell people so that we can be Speculate wildly in their eardrums as well. Indubitably. We love you guys. Bye. Bye.